See this? This is my boomstick. Never, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. I'm funny how? Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't! I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean, no, fun, funny how? I'm funny. Yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. This needs an enema. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And, and we're, we're back. back. And we're Making. actually recording this time. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't awesome. get too far last time. Yeah. We're just talking away. and Nothing's happening here. But today is a special kind of show. Because A, we're recording it a little late, <laughs> and B, because it's a weird hybrid. We're going to have a man with no name. That's me. And you are? Uh, pro me. Uh, we're going to start out the show. We're going to talk for about, a, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes or so, and then we're going to take an early music break, and when you come back, you're going to get to hear the sweet musings of Mal. Oh. Uh, pre-recorded, so it's not going to be all of us interactive, but uh, some, some talk about things happening in his neck of the world, and then uh, we're going to come back to us to close out the show after a final music break. So you're going to have kind of a mixture, and uh, yeah. Enjoy. And that was oh. kind of the the plan all along from the beginning. If we yeah. wouldn't be live, then he'd do some drop-ins. And basically, he's just done some shows all yeah. by himself, which has helped us now and then, considering we're... <laughs> it seems so much more difficult for two people to get together than it ever did for three. Well, yeah, because with three, it was easy. If one person couldn't make it, then... This is true. Then uh, we still had a show. With still two, two, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. One is the loneliest number. Yes, it is. So uh, that makes it a little bit tricky. But um, so it's been two weeks, two weeks, two and a half technically. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it'll be about two and a half. Yeah, and we wanted to get it, make sure we were able to get in here and get a show going. So we're, so here. we're doing this at my place right now, and uh, at any point you may hear a dog or two bark. We have a couple studio guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if they bark too much, we'll just lock them out. So. Hey. Take that as a warning, Toby. Say something. Nothing. (coughs) There we go. Thank you. Awesome. Right on cue. Okay, now be quiet. (laughs) Good boy. Anyway. Anyway. That was our guest tonight. Yes. Um, Have to throw out uh, our condolences to Sally the Beer Wench. Her grandma passed away. Which is why there won't be a show. Well, there's never a show with her. But there won't be a sh- the after party. Right. <laughs> this the week. The party with her. Yeah. So she's up in Pennsylvania, so we're sorry to hear about yes. that. Yes, hearts go out to her and hopefully listeners as well. She's an important, integral part of the show, even though you don't really hear her. Yep. She's still here, usually. What so. you got? Uh, not a whole lot. I just thought I'd talk a little bit of a, little bit of a delayed uh, 4th of July happenings we haven't done a show since then yeah I that was our, that that was that weekend was our last show that's we did it that right. friday night before that's right yeah well what'd you do well um 
I actually kind of did a couple things. I, you know what? I, I slept on the 4th, to be honest. Yeah. I actually nice. slept. No fireworks, no nothing. Cool. But uh, I had a busy weekend, though, because we started out uh, that Saturday. We went over to Mimi Bun's uh, family up in Brooksville. Uh-huh. And originally, we were... The original plan was is we like we're gonna go there maybe on the fourth and then we were gonna go to Disney on the third and I'll explain that whole Disney on the third thing in a minute but uh, it didn't yes, seem now I recall it does, didn't <laughs> seem like her family was really doing anything for the fourth so we ended up just going up on that Saturday to go to her parents but it ended up turning into kind of an impromptu pre Fourth of July thing with cookout and we ended up going to a fireworks stand and buying like 150 bucks worth of Holy fireworks man. to to light off. You know Damn. they live out on like an incorporated country, unincorporated land, so it's you know like the boonies, like their water is all well comes from wells because they don't have plumbing wow. that goes out that far. So so it was cool. It was a good time. It was had by all. And then we drove back really really late, like two in the morning, three in the morning, back to Clearwater. Then uh, Sunday morning on the 3rd, we got up and my mom went with us to Disney. Ah. And the reason that we went to Disney on the 3rd is because Disney World, particularly the Magic Kingdom, is an incredibly popular place on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Why is beyond me? Because it's the most miserable time to pay for a ticket to go <laughs> into that park ever. And a uh, little, un- little known fact for, by, uh, about Disney, though, for a lot of people is the fact that in the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, they actually do the 4th of July fireworks on the 3rd as well. Same celebration. Ah. Uh, uh, same thing with New Year's. Actually, the last year they did it the th- three days in a row for New Year's. So theoretically, you could have actually seen every parks because Animal Kingdom doesn't do anything because of the animals. Makes sense. But, uh, but yeah, it's usually a neat little trick is if you can get up there on the 3rd, you get to see the fancy fireworks without all the the <laughs> hell. <laughs> okay. See, even Toby doesn't like Disney on the fourth, and oh. and it's one of those things. If you must do a park, Epcot's a lot easier because it's a lot more open, a lot bigger, a lot more space. Uh huh. Well, I uh, realized something this year, which was after we got there, it was immensely oh, busy. Excuse me while I lock the dog out. <laughs> it was immensely busy on the third, and I mean, I have never been in that park when it is as busy as it was. They actually had traffic circles set up for people walking around, so so you'd actually have to, you know, go around in a loop to make a left turn, basically on foot. It, it was so bad they that had walking traffic, traffic circles. circles. Yep. Wow. It was so bad that when we were li- when we were say, finding our spot for the fireworks, almost almost two hours beforehand i went off to get drinks for people and i had to go to like the other end of the park to find a concession stand that i could actually that didn't have a line that was like you know 50 people deep i was actually worried you know i i left with probably about 45 minutes to spare and i was afraid i wasn't going to be able to get back to our spot because it was moving so slow wow yeah it was miserable and the reason the park to capacity i don't know to be honest since i was in it but Oh, I, would, I would I guess, would guess you know. I would guess it would have had to have been, and it turns out the third third's a great time to go when it's not on the middle of a weekend. <laughs> so the the fourth was on a Monday. We, everybody had Monday off, so a lot of people thought it would be a good idea to to go to Disney for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, lesson learned on that one. Uh, in the past, we'd always driven up like right after work or something, and shown up like. 10 minutes, 15 minutes before the fireworks and had no problem. And then the park's usually open until some insane time of night anyway. Nice. But, uh, yeah, never again on that one. Really but the uh, the fireworks, the you know, shooting off fireworks in the backyard and Mimi Bun's family. So that was pretty cool. 
Well, I actually saw fireworks for the 4th of July on the 3rd. On oh, yeah. Sunday the 3rd. We went to Bush Gardens. Ah. And saw their fireworks. They were having it the uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, I believe. Okay. And we were there on Sunday the the 3rd. And I forget what time we got there. It may, I, fairly early. 7 o'clock, maybe. Mm-hmm. They were open till 10. And really, that's all we were there for was to see the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, was that lame. Really? Yeah, it was It was pretty sad. Where did they shoot them from? They shot them off in Gwazi Field, which is the big grass area. By the uh, wooden roller coaster, the roller right? coaster. Yeah. And uh, obviously not too high. Right. And it looked almost like they had leftovers from St. Patrick's Day. There were a lot of green and whites. Hmm. And it was just... It really was not that great. Plus, they... Well, I can tell you, white's the cheapest color to make, so... Well, that's probably why. But... We we got several different conflicting times as to when it was going to start. Like, we heard 9.15, 9.30, 9.45, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock's a little weird for... 10 o'clock is when... No. 9.45 is when it happened. Wow. That late. So, like, we were ready and waiting... Mm-hmm. At nine o'clock, and nothing happened. So we walked a little bit. We ended up being like right near the exit, like the shops by uh-huh. the exit, so like the bazaar or whatever yeah. they call that. Yeah. yeah. And when it was eh, maybe four minutes to being done, not that we knew that, but we knew it had to be coming close. Mm-hmm. We we bailed and ran to not ran, but we headed to the line for the tram. Mm-hmm. Because we, the the parking lot was so full that we were Bush Gardens parking lot. Their overfill, overflow was full. Their second overflow was full. We were. I don't even know where their first overflow actually the is. First overflow is towards Mills. For those of you who knows, know okay, where so Mills that's is. so part of their parking lot, just yeah, part they don't it's normally use, a, right. Yeah, they kind of saved that for last. We had to go past Adventure Island and their whole parking lot. Holy We were parked on a grass field past Adventure Island, and um, Harmony was parked on the old airstrip past the grass field. Wow. So, there so was did they no have a walk. tram coming? Yes, they did. They had, the... I'll say this. They had lots of trams. Yeah. I mean, there was even, I don't know if the tram broke down or what, but at one point we saw a pickup truck pulling a bunch of tram cars. There was no one in it. So I don't know if they were like getting ready to use it or maybe something went wrong and they were taking it out of commission. I don't they know. They were stealing it. Stealing it could yeah. have been. But they had lots of trams going. Wow. And, but anyway, we we wanted to get on that line mm-hmm. because with everyone, oh, yeah, leaving everyone the park, behind you, oh so God. I assume it was insane inside the park. At, Did you guys actually do any attractions at all? Or, um, no. cheetah cha- the cheetah one like five times, right? Yeah, <laughs> I wish. No, we we checked everything out, we walked around the entire park, mm-hmm. we got on line for um, Shikra. Yeah, the line was only five minutes long. Isn't that weird? For some reason, well, however, okay. As soon as we got up there, not all the way to the top, about 
halfway up the steps, mm-hmm. they said it's closed. So everyone turned around and left. Did it break down or were they Don't just know. being pricks for Don't the know. fireworks maybe? Could have been. I mean, it was fairly early though. Hmm. It was like maybe 9.20. But have you ever noticed that though? The wait time for that one doesn't seem to be that bad it's for some reason. It's not as bad as it used to be. I don't know. I, it seems weird, but I mean, like you, you'll wait longer to get on the lawn to the front of the park yeah. than, than that one. Yeah. I don't know, but but we we got to that tram line. And they had they had a line set up made out of like temporary barriers, mm-hmm. and we never stopped moving. That's how long the line was. We never stopped moving, and it took us eight minutes to get on the tram. So, in other words, you were playing a game we of Pac Man. We were good. <laughs> I mean, we thought that was fantastic. Yeah, because the only time we stopped is when we were literally right, right there, and waiting our for the train, next vehicle tram to pull was up. Next. Yeah. yeah, which was. Fantastic! We couldn't believe how lucky we were. Yeah. And got in our cars and left. And you know that those people who waited, they had to be waiting a good half an hour. At least. However, like I said, um, I'm impressed at how many trams they did have going. It was hmm. one after the other. and and I had no idea they even had that many. I didn't either. I thought but, they... Because you usually only see like two. <laughs> yeah. Well, they must be hidden out on that back lot that Somewhere. we were on. Yeah. Because literally, while while we were loading up, there were two behind us. Two, I wonder if they have transfer for Adventure Island. I've never actually been to Adventure Island, so I I think I was there in like 1989. Because if they do, then maybe they just you know take theirs for things Could like this be. too. That would make sense. Could be. Hmm. I don't know, but anyway, so it was lame. Hmm. So it wasn't worth it, but eh, it was something to do. And hey, you got the passes. It's yeah, exactly. We didn't yeah. pay for it, so it's like I'd like to do cheetah chase and I, I then that kind of stuff or the cheat cheetah hunt. Sorry, but uh, Mimi yeah, Bun's not particularly fond of bush gardens. I'm not either, actually. <laughs> you turned your head, but the mic went with you. <laughs> it's a headset mic. I know, but I have a <laughs> I have a mute switch on it though. Oh, okay. Well, I was just trying to keep the cough that gotcha. from showing up, and now oh, now man with the name is it out. I've been sick, so ah. the magic has been broken. But you know yeah. what? We need to stop for a music break. Already? So we do. Yeah. Well, how about we just do one music break? Well, we um, have... okay, yeah, we could do that. Just do half the show and then yeah. close out with man with no name, and then maybe come. I mean, close out with Mal, and then maybe come back for a goodbye because I don't think he says a proper. This is the end of the show, but yeah, we could do that. Might as well. Yeah, because we're we're almost, we'll, we'll actually over halfway through our segment. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Mimi Bun kind of she's kind of like I think the problem is is that Bush Garden suffers from being a uh, a uh, like a neighborhood theme park. Yes, absolutely. And now with the now with the deal with the passes, which is great. It's really a neighborhood theme park. It's Absolutely. a great place to drop your 13 and 14 year olds off for an evening. You know, the th- of I'm ba- not of free crazy about the park either. To be honest, mm-hmm. I mean, if I if I lived near Disney, I'd be all over that. Yeah, but to pay once and come back for the rest of the year, and it's even better when you have friends who have oh yeah definitely parking for free. Yeah. Um, if for no other reason we go there just to walk around, it's something to do. Yeah. And as long as you go in there knowing that there's going to be jerks and it's going to be crowded and it's going to be obnoxious, it's never as bad. And, you know, you know, if the, if the line for what you want to do is busy, then Who cares? you do it next time. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, we made it on, like I've said before, we made it on Cheetah Hunt a few times now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worth it, even if that's all you do. Well, then you walk around, get some exercise. Yeah. But uh, given how busy you guys have said that is, though, I'm, I may wait till next year to try pressuring her into doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, you pay get, once and then give, 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 give them a little bit of time for it to become, you know, the, the newness of it to die down a little like bit. Chikra. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, what else so, do you got? What else do I have? I have something disgusting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and I... Oh, look at that. It's time for Man with Mal. <laughs> no. I sent out a warning to a bunch of people at work. I'm not sure if I included you. I think I did. You did, but I was out, and I don't think I've actually read that yet because the chain was so long behind it. It's, you know, one of those things you put off until you don't even yeah. want to do it because it looks like there's until so much to go with it. the person finally just tells you. Yes. Like we'll do now. Then yes. you can delete them. So, I don't know... If it's just particularly bad this year or what. But oh, wait a minute. I did see it. Never oh, mind. okay. Different, I, different yes. subject? No, no, no. I did read it, though. Oh, okay. Sorry. But ticks. Now, We've got ticks. That picture you sent, was that when you actually took? No, I didn't okay. take it, but it's I was going to say that one in that picture I was found. huge. But we've got two dogs, and one night I was laying on the couch, and... I'm not, this isn't going to be too gross, but consider it like a public service announcement. I'm laying on the Remember couch. Remember to spay and neuter. Yeah. And I'm petting Max, the bigger of the two dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm, and he's also, he's old. I mean, I've I've talked about him many times before. So he's got little bumps and, you know, I don't know exactly what they are. Probably Skin maybe like moles. And, and, yeah. yeah, moles and all that stuff. He's old. It's what you'd kind of expect. But for the most part, I know where they all are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can tell you there's one on his head, there's one on his neck, and blah, blah, blah. So this one night, he he walks by the couch, and I start petting him, because I'm laying on the couch. And I feel this bump, pretty much like right where his ear attaches to his head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a new one. So I turn on the light, and it's this, it's a tick. And it's big. And I thought this was a tick that had gotten its fill, because I yeah. I don't know I assume they get big when they when they drank right. Well, turns out later I found out it's a it was a female, and apparently there's there's a difference between the male and the female. The male is the small brown bug looking thing that you're kind of used to seeing. Mm-hmm. The female is almost like half the size of a, a jelly belly jelly bean. Hmm. And it's oval and it's got these legs sticking out of it and it's like a gray color. And okay, maybe that was disgusting. <laughs> let me tell you, I kind of freaked. Not too bad, but I'm like, John, get the tweezers. Hmm. So he gets the tweezers. And then we start examining the dogs. Mm-hmm. I pulled a total of seven ticks off of Max and six off of Toby. Wow. Now, a couple of them were off of Toby were from the day before. But when all was said and done, in a couple of days, I pulled 13 ticks off of the dogs. That ain't right. That's no. not normal. So, 
They were, I yes, they were like three days overdue for their advantage. Well, I, we were using the um, the store brand, the the Banfield brand, which is First Shield, mm-hmm. which is for fleas and ticks. And like I said, a couple of days overdue, but you'd still expect there to be a little bit of a grace. Yeah. So, and actually, last month I think I found a tick. So it was like, okay, we're not using this stuff anymore. So we no. tried something different. We were trying now um, Frontline. Mm-hmm. And there's now a, a another brand called Furpro, Fipro, F-I-P-R-O. And right now, for those who need it, right now it's on sale at PetSmart until August 21st. And it's literally like half price. It's like hmm. 25 bucks instead of 45 and so this stuff has been working. Gave them both baths, pulled all that stuff, all the ticks off. Went out, let them roll around on the grass a little, came back in and inspected. No. No. First thing I did was then send an email to all the board members. I'm on the board at our condo, mm-hmm. and I sent an email to all the rest of them saying, I just found a total of 13 ticks on my two dogs. said, it's been bad. We've had... We've had incidents in the past, but never like this. And it went back and forth a few times. And long story short, that was Wednesday. Yesterday was Monday. And yesterday they came out and sprayed for fleas and ticks. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. And I think the real clincher, even though most of the board members... One of the things I asked was, is this something that has to wait for a vote? Mm-hmm. I wanted it done right now. Right. I was going to go out and buy my own stuff and do the areas that they go, hmm. you know. Um, and the answer was no. However, one of the board members said, you know, we kind of need to get some details on this in case someone asks why we spent $600. Hmm. Well, the clincher was Saturday. A human had one, right? Oh, Saturday. Hold on. I'll let you finish. Uh, we were at a restaurant with my parents. And I... I crossed my legs, I lifted my my left leg up, and I looked down, and there's a tick on my sock. Hmm. And I'm like, there's an effing tick on my sock. And that is how I said it, because I, Where, I wouldn't You were in the presence yes. of uh, your parents. And immediately, after killing it, I sent an email to the, to the board, you know, all part of the same chain, saying, I found one on me. Next day, they were here. <laughs> they were here spraying. So, like I said, I don't know if if the ticks are really bad this year. And if they are, I don't know why they are. But check your dogs. Check your cats. Check yourself. Check your hair. Run your fingers through your hair. Make sure there's no This is sounding a lot like a there. YouTube video to me. Check your dog. <laughs> check your cats. Check yourself. Check your wife. Check your husband. Check your children. Because yeah. they're biting everybody out there. Um, seriously though, because, um, of course then once you start, once you start telling a story like this, it never fails that someone knows someone who got bit by a tick and got Lyme disease. Disease, And sure enough, my mother knew someone who had Lyme disease and, and they've like, they haven't been the same. They've, Mm -hmm. they've. I'm not sure what the symptoms are Neither or am what I. the warning signs are, but they've had really bad issues for like five years now hmm. just from a tick bite. So 
have someone you love check all the places you can't see (laughs) (laughs) and make sure you don't have any on you. How's that? And this has been a public service (laughs) announcement from the BOD. (laughs) The more you know. Yes. Well, I think this concludes our first half of the show. We're going to be going. We're going to go ahead and take a music break, and we're going to be listening to an oldie but goodie. It's going to be uh, blah 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 cha 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 by Petty uh, Petty Bacteria Vacuum. Close enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, by uh, Petty Buka. When we come back, you will be hearing Mao, and uh, we will see you guys in uh, about a half hour. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. I know my own needs. And what I need from an automobile, I know I get from this new Cordoba. I could ask for nothing beyond the quality of Cordoba's workmanship, the tastefulness of its appearance. I request nothing beyond the thickly cushioned luxury of seats available even in soft Corinthian leather. Yet it is on the highway where Cordoba best answers my demands. I have much more in this small Chrysler than great comfort at a most pleasant price. I have great confidence, for which there can be no price. In Cordoba, I have what I need. Blah, 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 cha, cha, cha. And this is called a blah, blah, cha, cha, cha. Having words to fit is true. So you just say blah, blah, cha, cha, cha. Blah, 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 cha, cha, cha. 
I, look, I, I gotta go. If you bear with me, I will tell you how my soul trip ended with Mao in the back of a police car. How's that for a teaser, eh? Hello, BOD faithful. This is Mao coming to you from South Korea. It's currently Friday night. Um, I don't know what day it is. 6-10-2011. Yes, my Friday night, which means beer, is your Thursday morning, which means work. Sorry about that, but uh, you'll get me on the backside when I come back. Yeah, ooh, you'll get me on the flip side when I. Uh, that was for you, man, with no name. You'll get me uh, <clears throat> on the flip side when I come back and lose like 15 days flying from Korea to Florida. Not 15 days. I'm exaggerating for comic effect. I'm also exaggerating because I have beer. Couple, I, I I wanted to call in with the dorks, but I'm a little bit apprehensive because of the uh, audio problems, and also I have to photograph some random thing at the school. Funny thing is, you know, uh, my my parents gave me their um, Canon Rebel, which is a nice enough SLR camera. Um, of course, giving it to a monkey means it. He, I treat it like it's a point-and-shoot, and it's not. So Promi is constantly answering stupid questions about why is this picture black and why is this thing not working right. Because I just think it's supposed to be smarter than it is, and I push the button. And in reality, SLR cameras are not as smart as the... Okay, see, I'm going to get called out on saying not as smart as... Basically, what I'm saying is, if you go down and buy a $150 camera, and, you know, you just give it to some kid, and they just start popping pictures, click, 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 and you give me an SLR camera that's about six, six, six or $700, now, of course, this is an older one, guess whose pictures are going to be nicer? Yeah, that's right, the kids, because SLR cameras are made for people that know what the hell they're doing, so... And as a person that knows what they're doing, let's say, Promi, would go half-click and then say, oh, the meter's reading blah, 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 which I better do the SLO thing with white balance and the gimmick and the stuff and the crap. And then he would make it perfect. Well, guess what happens? I just click the pictures, and you know what happens? Crap. Photoshop. That's what happens with my pictures. Um, they're getting better because Promi is constantly trying to fix my stupid moron brain. But I digress. I am still the resident photographer for my school. I showed up. I had a camera. That means I am the photographer. I don't mind this so much because it gets me out of a lot of bullshit. Like, one of the funny things about having a big stupid camera with lots of crazy stuff happening on the front of it... Um, People don't ask you to do anything other than you walking around and clicking pictures. If I didn't have that camera, they would say, Hey, Mao, why don't you come here and join the soccer game? Hey, Mao, why don't you come over here and play volleyball? Two sports of which I haven't played since ever and don't know anything about. 
So I don't mind being the resident photographer. I do mind that I'm a moron and I can't use the camera. I'm getting better, but much like in the early phases of the Dub420 project when I was working the cameras, uh, video cameras, let's just say things don't look as spectacular as I envision them in my tiny pea brain. That's a long story for no reason. So basically, the reason I am not going to call in live for your Friday night is because my Saturday morning, I'm going to walk up to the school and take some pictures of something. The other thing you should know after, I'm sure you know this after listening to my my uh, numerous uh, uh, shows, in Korea, there's no schedule and there's no logic. So... When they say, can you take a picture, I nod and, and hesitant, hesitantly say yes, because that means I don't know what I'm f- photographing. I don't know when or where or why. The answers to those questions aren't necessarily ever going to produce themselves. Like, I'm, I, I'll charge my battery for my camera and clear out the memory card from the last thing and I'll walk to the school and then I will stand there and things will be like blah 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 point blah 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 mile blah blah mile blah blah picture blah 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 and then I will go somewhere and photograph something then I will take the thing the pictures off my camera I'll put them into a little folder that says uh the date or, you know, whatever event, if it's an event that I can actually get an English word for, I'll, and then I will put it on a hard drive and say, here's those pictures you wanted, and that's the end of it. One of the things I learned early on from Promi, whether he knew he taught me it or not, was to push the work onto other people in the way that, like, I'll go photograph something for the school, And let's say I get, like, a thousand pictures. That's not uncommon. Usually I shoot between one and two thousand pictures of anything. I just keep the camera clicking. You know, I figure I'm there for one reason. The one reason is taking pictures. I'm not going to ever stop taking pictures. If it's kids covering their faces because they don't want to be photographed, so be it. That goes into the junk file. Anyway... What I always do is I take the pictures and I drop them onto a hard drive and I hand them to the person that's apparently my handler for pictures for the school. I don't know who she is. I don't care. She says, can you do things? Well, she asks my co-teacher who's in, who's my, my babysitter. The funny thing is I have a co-teacher who's in charge of me. She's basically like my babysitter. So the code, this photographer handler goes over to my co-teacher and asks her, can I do something? My co-teacher turns to me and says, can you take picture, blah, blah, blah? And I go, okay, no problem. And I don't care. It doesn't matter. So I, what I do is I take the, I take the many, many, many files of pictures and I drop them onto a hard drive or on an external drive and I hand them to the handler. And I say, pick the ones you like, and I'll fix them in Photoshop and make them perfect. Basically what that does is that means those pictures are off my my flash drive, the, or my flat, the, the, the memory in the camera. I back them up because I know how people are. I put one copy on my 
uh, hard drive on my com- my laptop, and I have an external drive that I just drop them on there just because lessons in computing have taught me have many copies of everything. So what I do is I hand their her I hand the handler my hard drive and I say pick the ones you like and I'll fix them. In my brain, I know this will never happen, and that's fine, too. Because by the time they appear on any printed piece, or by the time anyone looks at them or cares about them, I will either be on a plane to Florida, or I will be uh, searching for a job in Florida futilely. So, that's something I learned from Promi, in that I would sift through those pictures and look for the perfect ones, but why would I do that? I don't care about the pictures. Okay, one of the funniest things ever was... Not the funniest things ever. Work with me here. I have a friend at the school. He's the gym teacher. His English name between me and him is Leo. He, he When he met me, he speaks fairly good English. And he said, call me Leo. And I said, okay, Leo, that's your name now. I don't know what his real name is. I've heard it a a million times. It just sounds like blah, blah, blah. So I just call him Leo. Leo is the most atypical alpha male gym teacher that I've ever met, ever, ever. He's he's funny. I get along with him. Um, You you know what I mean? Like, the kids don't like him because he's mean He's he's hung over all the time. Like he comes in after an hour of sleep after drinking all night and then just makes kids run and he's angry all the time. And people that know me are like, no wonder you get along with him. Let's move on from that. Anyway, Leo's a funny guy, you know. And one time Leo's like, Oh, are you gonna what did you th- oh I, I went to photograph a dance recital from some city dance group that came to a thing with whatever, who gives a crap? And I said, yes. And I went up there and I photographed it. And Leo goes, did you like the dance? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, the thing you, the thing we were just at. And I said, I don't care, Leo. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, listen, when I'm working a video camera, I'm working a, 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 a SLR camera. I don't care about content. I'm not... I don't even think about it. And that's one of the things I always remember from the from the TV studio. I would go and and be a cameraman for some god show or some wacky thing or whatever. I couldn't even tell you what the hell was going on. The only thing I cared about was the perfect shot and being the most perfect cameraman ever. And and he kind of stepped back and he was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Listen, brother, they say take a pic The other thing about Leo I talk to him like I'm Hulk Hogan. I call him brother all the time. I was like, hey, brother, you know, have a good time, brother. So I don't know why. It just fits. So, and, and, and I was like, listen, brother, when they ask me to take pictures, I don't care what I'm taking a picture of. I just keep clicking. I try and make the filters work right. I try and get the lighting right, which it never is. And I just go. And he kind of laughed. And, and, I, and I was like, yeah, what can I tell you? You know, I just take the picture. I, I am literally just like I wish my shirt just said "crew" on the back of it, but no one would understand what the hell "crew" meant, and they would probably think it was some kind of new fashion in Korea. 
So that is an 11 minute reason for why I'm doing this show tonight and not doing the call in tomorrow. So I'm going to do the only other thing I'm going to talk about um, today is okay. I took a trip to Seoul last weekend. I really wanted to go to a place called Busan. Um, I had, last weekend I had a three day weekend. And what happened is, um, on three day weekends in a small, tiny little country, everyone thinks the same thing. Everyone in the world, everyone in the world, everyone in Korea said, let's go to Busan. I'm kind of getting nostalgic and really missing the Florida beaches. I'm, I don't go to the beaches a lot when I am home, but I go enough that I miss them now. Because if you've ever been to the beaches in Florida, let's just say they're freaking beautiful. And if you leave them, you miss them. I know there's probably more beautiful beaches in the world. I don't care. I live near Clearwater Beach. Clearwater Beach is beautiful, and I miss it. So, I said, hey, a three-day weekend. I investigated the ticket prices, and uh, I couldn't get to Japan. So I said, I'll go to Busan. Turns out there's some big sandcastle festival slash competition in Busan, which means every ticket for train, every train ticket and every hotel is booked. No Busan for me. So I said, well, the hell with it. I'll take a day trip up to Seoul. I like going to Seoul because I go to Nanguk Arcade, which is the place that has basically it's a city block of nothing but musical instruments. I can enter, and it, it's basically like the centerpiece of Nanguk Arcade is envision a Walmart-sized building with nothing but independent stores selling guitars, guitar-related stuff, music-related stuff. So, yeah, basically, I can go in there and lose six hours, no problem. I don't get to sell a lot. Because Seoul is a gigantic city that when a a foreigner enters, it's kind of difficult to find your way around. So, I I said the hell with it. I bought the train ticket. Um, there's There's two trains that go into Seoul. One is the KTX. The KTX is the shiny, fast, super ultra light rail magnet thing that goes really fast. Basically, it costs four times as much, and I would get there in four minutes. I take a slow train from Daejeon to Seoul. It takes about two hours, and it costs like $9. At this point in my life, I have more time than money, so I take that. The train is called like M-U-H-G-H-H-W-A-M. I call it the Meshuggana train. I'm not Jewish. I don't even know what Meshuggana is. I just have heard it in my life, so I call it the Meshuggana train. And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Anyway, I take the Meshuggana train, and I go to Seoul. Now, what happens is you get to this big Seoul train station. Meshuggana stops. It says, get off. I nod my head, and I get off. Now, it's envision an airport, a bigger airport like Denver or whatever. Envision an airport, but trains instead of planes. And no automobiles. I'm not that movie reference. So anyway, 
I get off, and I know that there's a subway that gets to there, gets to Nangog Arcade, and the subway costs 1,000 won, like a buck. But I don't remember which is the right one. So I go get a taxi. Taxis are generally fairly cheap. Worst case scenario is it costs you like 12, 14 bucks. You get there. It's not 1,000 won, but it's not, it's not going to break the bank. I get in line. I get into a taxi. I say Nanguk Arcade. The guy looks at me funny. Some, a, ha- a, a taxi handler from that area comes over and, and looks at me and goes, blah, blah, blah. and I said, Nanguk Arcade. And he nods and says something to somebody, and I, we drive, and we drive, and we drive, and we drive. And I'm not seeing the building I'm used to seeing. I'm seeing a lot of other buildings. Uh, I'm seeing, like, various mountains and big things. and But I don't I, – I mean, I'm not really panicked because basically the uh, – I could come – to a, I could take a taxi to where I live, and if he takes a back road, I won't recognize anything. Like, I, I can't really ex- describe how it is. Like, these are real cities here. This this is like where any – unless you know the roads and you say, oh, that block, this block, that block, this block, you know, basically the, if that – taxi driver would have stopped at behind that building I would have wandered around for 20 minutes going uh, 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 and then said oh there's that thing because I would recognize one landmark you know stranger in a strange land so basically he drives and drives and drives and, and he starts going up this gigantic mountain Korea is also a land of gigantic mountains everywhere. I mean, where I live is surrounded by like 10 mountains. I don't even know. It's it, when you like, if, if you go into a tall building and you look out, it's not like one mountain. It's like a mountain and then a mountain and then a mountain and then a mountain and a mountain. Like, you know, there's mountains everywhere. So being going up a mountain doesn't really phase me. I just remember I wasn't walking up a mountain last time I went to Seoul. So I told him I he go he's he's looking at me like saying are you gonna say stop soon and then eventually I just go I nod and say here is good and I peel off fourteen bucks now at this point I see a big rock that says Seoul University uh, that's not something I'm used to seeing and I wander around a little bit and um, I took a couple good pictures of like. One of the funny things about Korea is there's roads and then there's trails beside the road, which are like nature trails. And so you, you're like – there's a major highway right there, but you're walking along a nature trail and there's trees and you don't even see the – you don't see anything but mountains and, and like scenery. So it's kind of cool. But I go uh, – so I start asking people in my miming shields and yarnell best, um, Nanguk Arcade. And I'm getting a lot of really uh, vague, confused looks. I'm used to that because my miming's not so good, and that's fine. 
so mostly people just point and to say like they point and say something which which in their mind is like how can i get rid of this stupid foreigner i'll point and he'll go so i start walking and i walk down this gigantic mountain and i start asking people and i see a guy who's delivering like a washer you know, like, like you know, like a guy who delivers things in a truck, and I was like, "Well, he'll know." And I go over and I say, uh, "Sheila, how many that?" Which means, "Excuse me." And he looks and he says, "Oh, a foreigner." And, and well, he didn't say that; he just looked at me. And I said, "Nanguk Arcade," thinking this will be my savior. And he gives me a confused look, and and I said, "Nanguk Arcade," and I I I mime like guitar you know like and he just he shrugs and i go oh shit at this point my re- my logical brain says you are so screwed but my hopeful little spirit inside me says no maybe he just doesn't know just keep walking so i keep doing me down the mountain walk and i see a cop and i'm like aha a cop will know so I go over. I've never seen or talked to a, a, a Korean policeman before, because it's as I described earlier. There's just not policemen here. They're here apparently, but they're not like in America where oh, there's a cop, there's an ATM, there's a cop, there's a McDonald's, there's another cop. They're just not around so much. So he's walking across the street, and I and I. I say, please tell me, uh, I say, excuse me, Nanguk Arcade. And he gives me the confused look, and I'm like, oh, shit. And he he motions, saying, come with me. And because right in front, we're right in front of the police barracks. So, basically, I, I walk into this police barracks, and he's, they start talking in Korean, and I'm standing there being the dumbass. And there's a, I mean, there's a guy like paying a fine or whatever there. Like they just, whatever. So <laughs> there's just random conversations at the same time, and I just phase them out. And one guy goes, and the 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 guy who's paying the fine looks at me and he says, "Oh, you're a musician." I said, yeah, "Guitar. I like to play guitar." And he goes, "Ah." And then the guy behind the counter goes, "Oh, he like like he has the epiphany. He knows." And I'm like, oh, good. I'm not totally screwed. And they talk a little bit more. And then the guy I was with says, go with him. Or he points to him. He doesn't say go with him. In my brain, that's what I computed it to. He points to him, and I go, and I follow this guy. And he puts me in the back of his cop car. So he drives me, like, a mile down the mountain. And he stops the car. And he points. He goes, well, first, I mean, like, I'm in the back of a car, like, locked in, like I'm in the back of a cop car. And he stops, and he he, he can't get out. And he, he finally he gets out because there's traffic everywhere. And he points there, and he says, there. You know, he just, he just points. And I go, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I get out. See, see how I strung you along in the beginning saying I was in the back of a cop car? Technically, I was in the back of a cop car. Anyway, this isn't like the right place now one of the things i'm trying to do is i'm trying to um be independent 
I know I have these co-teachers, and I'm a burden to them. So I'm trying to not be a burden. I wander around this freaking, these back streets, and there's not even, I couldn't even find that guitar shop that he was trying to point me to, which apparently was not the neighborhood of musical instrument greatness that is Nanguk Arcade. He was just trying to point me to some place that has a, a guitar in it. And I start, and I finally find um, some main streets, and I'm walking around, and I see a kid with a guitar on his on his shoulders, and I said, "Hey, Nango Garcade," and he he shrugs, and I'm like, "I'm done." So basically, I call a co-teacher and say, "Listen, I'm screwed. Can you help me?" And she says, "Yes." She said, I, I started explaining, and she's like, oh, that's not even close. And I'm like, yeah. So basically, I flagged down a taxi driver. I hand my phone to him, and she, and the co-teacher says, blah, 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 whatever. And I just sit there. So basically, I paid 14 bucks to get driven into the boni, boonies. I paid 14 bucks, 14,000 won to get back as I'm driving back, I see like where I was and we go like three blocks more and there's the thing. And I was like, oh my God, because I, I had contemplated wandering around until I found this. I'm thinking like I can just if I just keep wandering, I'll find it. And the, let's just say that was a good idea that I called the co-teacher. So long story short, I got to Nanguk Arcade via help because I'm an infant, a moron, and yay for that. Um, a different, like about a week later, <laughs> I went into a place that I saw had like patches, and I have this crazy like patch jacket. I'm going to end this segment here. Long story short, I had a great time in Seoul. It was funny Upon reflection, as I'm I'm going back on the Meshugana train, uh, like it was funny that I got lost and and all this happenings going on, and I had a great time looking at all the instruments. You know, I got back to the place, no real time lost, and I I you know I looked around in there for hours and hours because it's so awesome. You you can't really describe I can't describe how insanely awesome it is that there's like third floors just pianos and 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 harps and and. Like big ones, not 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 like Walmart ones. I mean, like big ones, like where it's like the, half the floor is just pianos, and you're like, oh my god. So, and I'm thinking, oh my god, why isn't this on the bottom floor? No logic in Korea. Anyway, so basically, you know, I had a good time, and um, and on the way back, I or I'm sorry. So a, about a week later. I find this place that has patches for like civil or like not civil war for like war stuff and patches and shit. And I go in there and I say, please, please. And this lady had police patches. <laughs> so I bought them because I figure like I have this big crazy patch jacket that's just covered with like patches from when I was like from when I was like six or seven years old. Like like patches. It's, it's almost like a, a tattoo where I just keep adding to it. So I figured since I was in the back of a police car, I'm an honorary policeman, I walk in and I say, give me some police badges, and they sold them to me. <laughs> so I have, now my patch jacket is going to have two Korean police um, patches on it. So that's the long story short. I have a lot of, like, random notes that uh, for the next show I do and all that stuff. I, I'm starting to feel like a, like, what was it, that be a beautiful mind where there's just shit written everywhere? 
I just had these random post-it notes of like BOD topics and I've never really seen Beautiful Mind so I think that's what it is and at this point I think Dust Bunny just fell over I'm sorry about that I've never seen Beautiful Mind okay I'm, 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 I've already taken up half the show so I'm sorry um, I hope you enjoyed my story I went to Seoul I ended up in the back of a cop car but I didn't do anything no shenanigans he was just driving me being very nice as a side note, I think Korean police are much nicer than American police. Oh, as another side note, if I was ever going to do a bank heist, I would fly in a, a taxi driver from Seoul. Because I guarantee they will get you out of there. No matter how, like there could be missiles like landing. I, I would put my money on being in the back of a, of a Seoul taxi driver. I've never been in a New York taxi drive driver uh, car before, but I'll bet dollars to donuts that the uh, Seoul driver would beat them because they have total disregard for logic and human safety. So, yay for that. If I ever become a hardened criminal and I start robbing banks, I will be employing Seoul taxi drivers as my getaway guy. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, Mao checking out. I will be back with you soon. All right. I love, I love you guys. I miss you all. I miss Florida. I miss America. And I will see you soon. Bye. So uh, it's just us again. Yep. And uh, we just wanted to come back and say good night to everyone. Uh, bye. Bye. We wanted to thank Mal for his segment. It's always interesting hearing about what's happening over in Korea. Mm-hmm. And Even though uh, we have no idea what he said. <laughs> no, we haven't actually heard it yet. <laughs> yet. All of we'll it. We haven't heard all of it yet. Yeah, we'll hear actually, it when you hear it. Actually, you've already heard it. We haven't. Yeah, so we're, we're about to hear it. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Mal. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in. Don't forget to check us out at... Uh, bunchofdorks.com. We're also on iTunes. Yes. Search for Bunch of Dorks and click on the one that works. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we can't get rid of that other yeah, one. Yeah, no, that's the, just, the dead one still sits there with the, nothing. Yeah, that uh, just frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> anyway, though, I think I hear that roar coming up. So, um, actually, no, I don't. Not yet. Or we got to, oh, we, we, what? what? the roar is a little ways off. I was, oh. I was, I was looking and I thought I saw the roar coming, but it, oh. it is coming. Well, now it is. Yeah, just now say it goodbye. is. Okay, okay, goodbye. Bye.